All right. Well, we have spent so much time over the past couple of weeks, and rightly so, talking about the contributions from a bunch of guys from Buffalo, three guys from Buffalo. Turns out, though, Kevin Barker, that Kevin Smith, former Blue Jays farmhand, delivers the biggest blow of this particular game, a 5-2 loss to the Oakland Athletics by the Blue Jays, 6-3 in this nine-game run between against Washington, Colorado, and Oakland, 4-2 in this road trip. They got three more against Kansas City. Uh, the playoff spot was nice. Uh, the Jays enjoyed it for less than 24 hours. Uh, well, they're still, you know, let's wait. Texas is, Texas is playing Houston tonight, and given what Houston's doing, we should probably, I probably should have saved that joke for maybe tomorrow when Blair and Barker. But uh, the numbers to call are 416-870-0590, star 591 590 Mr. Barker, sir. Kevin Smith. Now, I don't know about the wind in Oakland. I mean, I know about the ball flying differently in the afternoon than at night. Got to ask you, though, man, that pitch that Kevin Smith hit out, um, I didn't think it was a horrible pitch. Absolutely not. Why was he able – very simple. I've never played the game question of someone who is the mayor of Back Lake City after all. How the hell does that ball get out? Yeah, well, we've been talking about this with Blatty for forever, is keep your shoulder in, stay inside the baseball, have a little link to your swing, and backspin some baseballs. That's exactly what happened. It's a good pitch. I, Trevor Richards, league's hitting 135 off his changeup. Like, he can tell dudes it's coming. You've got really most of the time no chance of hitting it. Just today so happens that fastball command was catching too much of the plate, and sometimes I think it's hard for – you know, fans of a certain team to tip your hat, even to players on double-A teams like the Oakland Athletics. Come on, and they're today, triple-A. That's, triple-A. Well, well, that's, that's, you could argue. That's exactly what happened today. The Ryu homer that he gave up, the two-run homer, I mean, I know he's trying to go up and in. That's a good pitch, just down and in. Dude just dropped the head. Like, he had a, a good approach, kept the front side in. He added length to his swing. He put barrel to baseball. Like, sometimes, occasionally – the hitter beats the pitcher that's standing on the mound. And for me, that was what happened today. Kevin Smith, again, we talk about this forever. With every hitter that tries to have success continuously on an everyday basis is how do you do that, right? You stay mm-hmm. balanced. You keep your front side in. Uh, you stay inside the baseball, which adds length to your swing, which gives you a chance to cover quadrants. And sometimes – You cover a quadrant that's six inches down out of the strike zone, and you catch it out front. You create backspin because you hit the bottom part of the baseball. You stay through it. Your finish is tall above your head, and that, for me, is how that ball went out. And, again, this is – I know they gave up a two-run homer and a three-run homer. They were one for five with runners and scorers. They didn't have a chance with a dude standing at second after the third inning against Oakland. Like, I mean, I I know, like, it's fun to come on here and, and say bad things about when bad things happen to one of the pitchers. But the two hitters beat the two dudes standing on the mound, and the offense didn't show up. It's real simple for me. Like, that's basically what happened. It's a little embarrassing for them to only have five chances with runners in scoring position against Kevin, Oakland. They faced a left-handed pitcher 
who's given up, what, 31 bombs this year? A lot. Their cleanup hitter. And again, I understand the Jays lineup is shorthanded. But when I see a dude who's a cleanup hitter for the Blue Jays trying to bunt with two out and pop up the bunt against a lefty who's given up 31 home runs. And I know for whatever reason, I mean, the Jays, the, the Jays are, what, 30th, 31st in baseball against left-handed pitchers when it comes to home runs. I, you know what? Yeah, there were two outs. But to me, that at-bat, that kind of summed up the whole frustrating part of this game. Davis Schneider gets a home run off, predictably, I guess, off the A's bullpen. The Jays, after all, I think in their last five games, have scored something like 66% of their runs against the bullpen. But I'm with you in this. Like, Trevor Richards is going to throw change-ups. Uh, yep. Hyunjin Ryu, uh, you know, again, uh, you, you do have to credit. You do have to credit the hitters sometimes. I didn't, think it was a hor- I didn't think it was a horrible pitch. It was not. Bottom line is they couldn't get it done offensively. Now, yeah. we learned today that uh, Matt Chapman is fielding ground balls, uh, not basically not throwing the ball with his finger. I mean, I, I'm no doctor. I don't even play one on TV or the radio. But it sure doesn't seem to me like they're counting on Matt Chapman being back anytime soon. We may see Bo at some point this weekend, which is obviously good news. Uh, Fingers we'll crossed. Wait and- yeah, fingers crossed. We'll wait and see if uh, if the Jays give us any update on Danny Jansen, who went to visit, uh, who went to visit a hand specialist today. But even even saying that, Kevin, even without Jansen, uh, even without uh, Bo, even without Chapman, Brandon Belt, Brandon Belt. I mean, come on, the, the, this is you got to give me you got to give me more than a you know than than a double, an RBI single, and a solo home run. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm sorry. Yeah, again, I, look, it's. I think this is like Groundhog Day. Sometimes they they look so good, like they did la- last night offensively. When it, you know, you have in the big inning, that's exactly what they had last night. Now they were, you know, you, you didn't want to watch the TV because you hadn't scored runs through six innings. Sort of what exactly kind of the thing they do, right? Is it's just the consistency of plate appearances seem to not be the way they should be looking this time of the year and. You know, again, I don't want to pick on Vladdy. You can see he's visibly frustrated on everything he does, right? He hits the ball hard. He thinks should go out. It doesn't. Like, I, I think he's at the end of where he's tried everything. Now it's just you go out and you get lucky. Like, I, that I think is sort of mm-hmm. where he's at. He got plenty of pitches today to hammer. Like, I, I know yes, we talk did. about it. It's, it's, it's about the pitches he swings at. I mean, he got a couple of fastballs. They came after him with heaters. Like, I know that the, the changeup uh, – that it was a way that he thought he hit a homer. But the other three outs were on fastballs, and two of them were middle down. Those are balls that if you are balanced, you are on time, you have good separation, you're in an athletic position, you have good finish, you absolutely, because your name is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., you should be annihilating those baseballs. And he's just not. And I think that's what it is, right? When all the names that you just mentioned there are not in the lineup, and the big boy that you think is the big boy ain't being a big boy. Everybody else is trying to fill in the blank and trying to be big boys, and quite frankly, they're not. I mean, that's why you see Whit Merrifield trying to bunt, you know, hitting cleanup, right? It's right now on this team, cleanup is a hitting fourth is just a number, right? There, it's just where you're hitting in the order. It has nothing, no bearing of what you're trying to do or, or you know, how you're trying to help a baseball team. So, 
Yeah, it's uh, fingers crossed. Bo gets back in a hurry. Brandon Belt's healthy with the with the stomach thing and the back issue, and you you know maybe you can get your full lineup against a another bad team. Hopefully, you can seal the deal and play better baseball. You know, getting picked off, trying to steal. Mm. You know, early in games, like these little things can't happen. You move George Springer up to get traffic on the bases because a lot of dudes aren't running into things. They're not doing special things. George sort of is. So the more traffic you get on, the better chances you have of putting up crooked numbers and getting picked off because you're trying to steal. And then the dude walks. That's awful look. Like it just really is. This time of the year, little things, playoff teams don't do things like that. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. 5-2, the Jays have lost to the Oakland Athletics. They have tomorrow off. They will start a three-game series against the Kansas City Royals. And then, folks, the big series of the year, I think we can say that, uh, the biggest series of the year to date, a four-game set against the Texas Rangers. The Rangers are playing Houston later tonight. Matter of fact, they may be starting soon. Uh, but the Rangers are playing Houston later tonight. The Jays started the day. Half a game up on Texas, the first time they'd been in the uh, postseason or postseason, the first time they'd been in a, in a wild card spot, I think since like August 18th, something like that. Uh, but the Jays weren't able to get it done today. A couple of things I want to talk about. Obviously, we want, we want to talk big picture. Jays fans always, it seems like all we've done this year is talk big picture, and that's fine. We're more than willing to do that. Uh, want to know what you think of this series coming up against Kansas City and Texas. What is it going to come down to? you got Kansas City, Texas, Boston. What do the Jays have to do in that series? But also want to talk a little bit about this game as well because, Kevin, you made, and, and Russ, we'll get to you in a second here. You made a point about Vladdy. The, the first note I have in my notebook here was a guy who's a left-handed pitcher who's given up a ton of home runs. Mm-hmm. Going right at Vladdy. There was, I mean, did not have an ounce of fear going after Vladdy, a right-handed power hitter. No, but I'm, this is one of those games where, yeah, it's just a snapshot of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are things you saw in this game that I think just kind of reinforce what opposing teams think of this team. Yeah, look, with Vladdy, it, it, it ain't effort. It ain't skill. Uh, it's for me, you look at the first two at bats he had, the, the, the first at bat was mechanical. Like, like he gets the ball down the middle. He's out and around it. He doesn't finish it. His swing looks awful. His second at bat it's pitch, pitch selection. So you have two different at bats where you did two different things wrong. How do you fix that? Like, how do you find a medium in the next however many games they got left to where you can consistently get to where you need to be to be better mechanically and better at what you're swinging at? That's why you're seeing him walking off the field when he does hit a ball hard, left center field and left field, and it doesn't go where he wants it to go, where he's basically looking like a deer in the headlights. Like, I've tried everything else. Now it's just hopefully I get one down the middle and I ain't missing it. I think that's where he's at. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I've watched too much baseball. But I got to tell you, I didn't think either of those balls were going out. I had no point that I kind of get up my get up the edge of my seat and think I think it's got a chance to go out. I I just didn't think they did. Yeah, I think the bad part of that is he did think they were going out. I know that's the issue, right? That is the issue. Russ yep. in New Jersey, what is up, Russ? Well, I guess we're not going to win a hundred games. That's what yeah, we found think? out today, right? Eh, maybe not. No, sixty-three losses. You know, I you you talk about. Seattle 
They had a guy today on the mound who walked Tyler Heineman twice. Now, that, twice. <laughs> I wonder when the last time that happened, if ever. So, you know, you, you know, I look at this series, first of all, and I say, they didn't – offensively, they, the first game, you know, if they, I'm not going to say because any game could change, but if the guy doesn't get picked off second base on Oakland because the next guy had all – the mm-hmm. guy's a homer right after that, we might have lost the, the first game. Yesterday we don't do anything for six innings. With you know that that team is terrible, so they issued us nine walks. And today we lost. I think this team's going to make the playoffs because I think Texas is just bad right now. You know, not only they lost two games to Houston, but they they got killed. Okay, yeah. their bullpen's terrible. You look at those ERAs in the box for ten, seven, eight. It's just you know, and they're going to play Houston, and then they play Seattle seven games. But on the Blue Jays' side, I look at it like this. Number one, if Boston, you know, for their sake, if they stay in striking distance of the Blue Jays, which I think is about four in the loss column, they're going to go into that weekend series saying, well, if we sweep them, which they've done a couple times this year, oh, yes. you know, we'll be right there. Uh, I think the Yankees, um, you know, there's a team that I think those players don't. Number one, they don't like the Blue Jays for what happened earlier this year. And number two, they're a team that doesn't, you know, I don't know the last time the Yankees were under 500, but it hasn't been a long time. And I don't think they want it. So I think they're going to be incentivized to play. So, listen, they got there. You know, they, 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 I think this team should make it. You know, Seattle plays Texas, I think, seven times in the last week of the year. So you're going to have some of those teams losing. Um, just the Blue Jays have to, you know, have to win their games. And hopefully with Bichette coming back, you know, but the guys who, to be fair, the guys who have filled in have done good. Horowitz did great. Uh, you know, Clement, he got some big hits. Again, today he got a hit, driving a run. You know, so the, the guys have played well who have filled in. Espinal's played very well, got some hits in series, got a big hit the other day to get the run home in the extra inning. So, you know, it, it's, it's going to be down to the end. I think the Blue Jays do get it, and... If they end up in the sixth spot, that's the best spot you want to be because, you know, to face the Twins will be easier than facing, I don't know who, Tampa or looks like Tampa or Seattle or whoever it's going to be. So that's my that's my uh, my take. Tough loss. You got to win the series, and hopefully, you know, they come home and you got to beat Kansas City all three. They're just a bad baseball team. And I look mm-hmm. at it by the way, Cleveland was the first because they were under five hundred, not as bad as these guys, but. You know, you've played 12 games and you're 7-5. and five. So, let's hope. I, I think they have a good chance based on the other teams can beat each other up. So, that's my comment for the day. Russ, appreciate the call. Yeah, Kevin, um, you know, Russ's point is, is well made. Um, this is – and that's why I want to kind of not stay clear of the big picture, but you're in a race for a wild card spot now. You're not going to win every game the rest of the way. They're going to be they're going to be games like like this. Um, they're going to be games, frankly, where they probably lose worse than they did in this game. It's just that you only get so many opportunities to keep the pressure on the Texas Rangers, and that's what I think. Kind of, you know, I, I I take away from this game, and it would have been nice. It would have been nice to go into this this homestand with with a little bit of a cushion, even if it's a one and a half game cushion. It it would have been nice to do that. Um, but you know, Russ is right. Seven and five. I forgot. Got to throw Kansas City in there. Twelve games or Cleveland. Twelve games against Cleveland, Washington, Colorado, and Oakland. Uh, you are seven and five, and 
yeah, it, it's um, it's 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 just frustrating, man. It's it's been frustrating all year, and this is this is another game. See, to me, losses like this are more frustrating than when 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 you get when somebody boat races you. Yeah, that happens. That's baseball. But a, a game like today, I found really frustrating. And you know, to Kevin's point, uh, I don't find it frustrating because of a couple of good swings by the Oakland Athletics. But I did find it frustrating by the lack of good swings from the Blue Jays. And and that's and Kevin, I, you know, again going back to Russ. One thing about this team, if they can get in the playoffs, I got all the faith in the world in their pitching. And I want to say the one positive I thought tonight, and again, I understand it's Oakland, but I saw Chad Green go 95-96, elevate his fastball. Yes, I know it's Oakland. But if I had to have a takeaway from this game that was positive, that would probably be it. That would probably be it because I that bullpen does have a lot of depth. And... That gives me hope that if this team can just somehow get in the playoffs, like I don't care if they back in on the last day of the season, as long as they're in the playoffs, I think they got a shot. the The problem, I think, with what Russ said, and, and Kevin, you've pointed you pointed this out to me a month ago, and I just didn't pay attention. I don't think the Twins are a soft touch anymore. Absolutely I don't think the not. Twins are a soft touch anymore at all. They can pitch the weaknesses, which is the Blue Jays lineup. It's got a bunch of them. I mean, Bo's going to come back. He, when he's right, he doesn't have a ton of flaws, but everybody else does. Look, you look at the next seven games, and, and I'm one of those people that think they need to take six out of seven, and they should with the way the Rangers are playing. I understand who the Rangers have lined up and who they're pitching against the Jays, but you're good. Like you, The Jays should be good enough to win six out of seven, but the Jays are a flawed team. Like, let's be honest about it. This time of the year, you shouldn't be getting picked off yeah. early in games against bad teams. Shouldn't be doing that. Like, you you should be able to have better situational hitting, like the second inning when Biggio led, led off with a double and then Espinal has a non-competitive bat. It's little things like that that playoff teams do against bad teams. You put pressure on them and just say, basically, you're not good enough to beat us. When every yeah. situation comes up, we're going to do the right thing. Jeff, does anything tell you they can win six out of seven with the way you've seen them play? Not for me. That's why I said, like, it's very hard to say that they can actually pull that off. I know who they're playing. But with with the way you see them play all the time, you honestly can say that? Six out of seven. I want to say it because I'm a glass half full guy. But let's be real. Do you think consistently they can put six out of the next seven games together where they're not going to beat themselves? Raise your hand if you think that. There you go. You know, people always, I always say to people when they talk about glass half full or glass half empty, I said, depends on what's in the glass. <laughs> Jude in London, you're on Blue Jays talk. That didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Jude in London, you're on Blue Jays talk. What's up, Jude? Well, the only way I look at it is like I've got a parallel. Uh, you know, in football, NFL, there's like a good team, and they'll say the next week's a trap game. And here's where I'm going, guys. Like, where this the is a trap days, season, uh, Jude. This has been a trap season. season. So thank you. So I, is that where, you know, we're 14 games over 500, I think. We're still in the wild card. But are we looking at trap series? And is it is it coaching and preparation or is it uh, execution by the players? And I'll hang up and say, what do you think gets into our headset? Our, not me, my, our team's headset when they're seeing these players uh, season uh, series like we should be kansas city like you asked uh, blair 
We should beat Boston, but what is our expectation and what is the preparation? Is it a trap game, trap series, or trap season, as you said, Barker? What is it? That's what I'm confused. I'll hang up. All right, I'll pass it over to Kevin because it's a difficult question. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're here. Look, here, Let me tee you up. You swing to, the bat. To his first point, this is what I'll say. You could blame coaches into May 1st of June, right? You're not giving the right information. You're not telling them to do the right things. Why aren't you stopping? Why are you trying to steal? We're in September. Like, who in the right mind would point the finger at a coach? Like, come on. Like, for me, again, you've been playing this game all season. Now it's up to you to understand what the scoreboard's telling you, who's coming up to bat, what you haven't been doing right. Like, let's be honest. They're not good at stealing bases, Jeff. Like, they're, yeah. they're not good at it. They're, no. they're like the, one of the worst teams in baseball at doing it. Why do they continue to try and do it? That, that's the thing, right, is sometimes you got to pass the baton with some common sense. Like, <laughs> just stand there. Maybe somebody will walk. It'll be first and second. And, oh, look, our manager moved up. The dude that has hit a lot of home runs leading off, maybe he'll run into one. Maybe it'll be four to nothing. And then we couldn't screw four to nothing up. That, for me, is the thing, right? And that's the frustrating thing of this whole thing is everybody wants to point the finger at some coaches. (laughs) Not me. I've been in locker rooms this time of the year. It ain't got nothing to do with a coach. Like, you've been around long enough to know your swing, know what you can and can't do, know what you shouldn't do. It's baseball IQ. Like, point the finger, point the finger at the players. Yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm, a, you know, I'm about ready to do that. But we've been really hard on the, on the uh, coaching staff and the hitting side all season long. And I, and I'm, I understand it. Uh, as I've, what do I always say? It's not football. They're not offensive coordinators. They can't go up and, and swing the, the bats for the players. But I, I failed to I failed to believe that at some point on the Jays charter, the hitters all got together and said, you know what? Let's one to nine make complete bullcrap swing decisions. Why don't we do that? I, I, I think there's something at play here. I use the phrase empty calories, and I mean it. That's what it is with this offense. You, you can there's some there's some underlying numbers that are pretty good here with this team. There are some obvious offensive numbers that are good with this team but it's just so much empty calories for me there's there's it's like a lot of fuss and a lot of fury but at the end of the day nothing nothing gets created by it and so the first week of september you want to say that that's the coach's fault that the that the player is walking up and continues to swing at a 1-0 change up that's six inches away off the plate from lefty and rolls over to the shortstop. That's the that's the coach's fault. Well, again, I I mean, not me. I, like either, you can do that if you, the, you can either, do that if you want. The information. I, no, I listen. I, I'm going to blame the players. Of course, I'm going to blame the players. I mean, I've been the one that's blaming the players all, all, all along when it comes to this. I've been harder on, on these guys than most people. But um, I, I just it, there's something systemic here. There's something not right. I failed to believe that all these guys decided to be dumb at the same time. I, I, I just I, – I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a minute. Billy and Markham. What's up, Billy? <laughs> hey, William. Billy. How are you, fellas? Yeah. Doing uh, well, man. I knew you were going to call in. This game, I said to Barker in the sixth inning, I said, this game's got Billy and Markham written all over it. Yeah. Well, yeah. L- listen, very, very simply put, and you guys hit it on the head. 
although I'm going to disagree with the coaching part of it. I agree it's the hitter's fault, but maybe the, the manager on this team, who I cut up pretty badly a few calls back, maybe he's got to start sitting some guys down. Now, I know we have injuries, but, but when you keep making these mistakes, that is when I'm going to blame the manager and say, hey, listen, you need a couple of days off. How many times have we told you not to swing at that damn slider a foot and a half outside? How many times three and one are you going out of the zone because, God forbid, you should take a walk and pass the baton? That's, that's on the manager. I want my manager to be a little more tougher, John. If you're listening to this call, I want you to start getting on these guys. I knew you grew up with most of these guys coming up through the minor leagues, and maybe that's the problem. But, I, I mean, we got to start we got to start sitting, guys. And I know it's an injury problem, but this should have happened from the beginning of the year. And the case that I'm going to bring up is earlier in the game. Now, Kevin, you played first base in the big leagues. I still cannot believe what Vlad Guerrero did on that ground ball to first base to come across the diamond in a one nothing ball game to barely get a runner out. Vladdy, do you know the score? Do you know what's going on? If that play is not made, it's now runners on first and third, and that's a three-run homer. You've got a good pitcher on the mound. You're up one nothing. Get the damn sure out. We don't need the sports center play out of you every single time. You got lucky on that home that home run that you jog or not home run, but you jogged the first. Then you tried to make it up by going to second. You should have been out, and you get damn lucky to get to second base. You guys want to talk about brain cells. Our first baseman doesn't have them. He is not chasing pitches out of the strike zone. He's the, he wants to be the guy. He don't care. It's the old line. You don't get off the island by walking. He's, he's chasing out of pure selfishness, not because he's being fooled. He won't pass the baton. It's got to be Vladdy. I catch the I catch the opening pitch when it's a superstar uh, throwing it out. It's it's Vladdy this, it's Vladdy that, and it's Vladdy that has killed this team. Maybe drop him down to sixth or seventh in the order and see what's going on. This I, I've said this to you before, guys. This guy is going to kill us in the playoffs. He's going to do something stupid that's going to kill us, and we're not going to have our broadcast crew to bail him out. Enough is enough with you, Vladdy. That's a terrible play that you got away with. That's it, guys. All right, Billy. I'll mark you down as undecided on Vladdy's twenty twenty. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't disagree more. Like, like Vladdy did. The one thing you want one of your better players, and he is one of their better players. Like he's having a down season, but he's oozing talent. Like no, nobody can argue that he's having a down year. He's trying too hard. Mechanically, he's off. Like it's just. You have one of those years, you have one of those years. Like, it's part of it. He has a cannon at first base. He was geared up for that. He got himself in a position physically to be able to have momentum going towards his target. He's one of the most accurate throwers in baseball across yeah. the diamond. He threw a BB right on the money to the third baseman. I w you tell him to do that 15 out of 10 times, over and over and over again, because he can do it. Like that, that's the point, right? You don't yeah. tell him to stop doing it. So, yeah, I couldn't disagree more with, with Billy. It's, uh, and, and all the other, the other thing, stuff Kevin, that Billy I, said, I, my, yeah, I mean, nah. it's, I well, mean, who I, you, who you benching? Like, I, 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 well, we get back, we get back to this. You, you, you can't bench Vladdy. Um, and I, I will say this 
I'm not saying there wasn't a time this season when maybe you should have benched Vladdy, but you don't do it right now when you're life and death to win games. You just don't. Um, further to your point about Vladdy, to me that that shows that shows court awareness because what have we been saying about this team? They haven't been able to get the big hit. They haven't been able to score runs. Vladdy sees a chance to get the out at third mm-hmm. and prevent a potential run. He takes it. I had no problem with that at all. I, I'm with you. I mean, there are a lot of things I'll, I'll rag on Vladdy about, but generally yeah. when it comes to throwing, he makes, by and large, the right decision. John Schneider. Uh, was interviewed after the game, and uh, he talked about Davis Schneider. We got to talk about Davis Schneider. We got to find a, a silver lining to this uh, to, to this cloud. And for me, one of it was Chad Green, but the other was Davis Schneider, another home run. Love his approach. Really, he doesn't budge. You know, he's really kind of focusing on a pitch in the middle of the zone. Um, until he gets the two strikes, and he's not missing it when he gets it for the most part. So um, his approach is consistent. You know, the walks, the damage, it's kind of what he's been doing. Um, he's definitely brought, a, you know, a shot of energy into our team since he's been here. And, um, you know, it's easy to put him in there when you know what you're getting every day. Consistency. The the thing that stands out to me about Davis Schneider, yeah, there's a bunch of, obviously, the numbers, the offensive numbers have been great. Um but, Kevin, the thing that stands out to me is just the consistency of his approach. Uh, you know, I, I can think of maybe two really bad at-bats he's had since he's been up here. Two at-bats where you go, what are you doing? Yeah, I think the one thing that stands out to me, it's hard to get him out the same way back-to-back at-bats. Like, that's mm-hmm. the one thing. Like, you saw him earlier, he punched out on a fastball up. The next time he hit a homer on a fastball up. It's that thing, right? It's, it's okay, you can get me once. This time I'm going to time that up a little bit better. I'll be a little bit better mechanically. I'll catch it out front a little bit more. I got to get it going a little bit sooner. Gets to that timing. It gets to that, you know, keeping the shoulder in and staying inside baseballs. And it's about timing this time of the year. And how dare you do me do that to me twice? And I think occasionally you rarely see that from him, which is a big deal. So hearing John say that, okay, don't not write his name in the lineup. How many games you got left? Put his name in yeah. the lineup for however many games there's left. Like, I, if he's that good and he's that mo- that fun to watch, forget about matchups. Forget about bat pass and, you know, this dude throws a slaughter. And I like Kevin Biggio's uppercut. Okay. okay, fine. Have him and Davis in the lineup at the same time. Like, it's it's real simple. Like, I if you love him that much, just don't overthink it. And sometimes I think uh, – that's a lot what we see is some overthinking of it. When you got a dude that's hot and can do things that other guys right now are not doing, don't overthink it. Write his name in the lineup and let him go out there and do it. 416-870-0590, star 590. We're on the air until 6 o'clock, it is, or until 7 o'clock. It is Jeff Blair and Kevin Barker. This is Blue Jays Talk. The Jays, 5-2 losers to the Oakland Athletics. We will take a break and come back. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, such as it is. It's Blue Jays Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network. I think just kind of didn't didn't click, uh, though we wanted to, minus uh, Davis's homer there. Um, thought Vladdy got two of them today, actually. Um, but, yeah, can't really put your finger on it. Um, move on to Kansas City at home. That's fine. You know, you keep winning series, and that's what we want to do at this point. Um, would have liked another one or two on the road trip, but, you know, you get out of it four and two. Um, enjoy tomorrow and, um, and get back after it at home. 
So basically, the manager said he would have preferred going six and zero in this road trip instead of absolutely. Who wouldn't? Which I would too. Which means he think that uh, probably thinks that the opportunity was there. Five two, the Blue Jays oh. losing to the Oakland Athletics tonight in front of three thousand eight hundred and seventy one fans <laughs> in Oakland. I see a crowd that size. <laughs> what? Why was that funny when you said that out loud? It just was. It shouldn't I mean, be it, funny. It, it shouldn't be funny. <laughs> That's a major league baseball game. I just, <laughs> I, I, I just remember attending. I remember uh, attending a game I was covering at Olympic Stadium one time, and there might have been like six thousand people there, and some dude got just blasted on the side of the head by a foul ball, and uh, one of the writers next to me looked over to me and said. You got to have the worst luck in the world if you're in this crowd and you get hit by a foul ball. And I was thinking about that when I watched when I watched that game in Oakland. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to the phone hmm. lines. But right now, it's time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet Three Six Five. You can download the Bet Three Six Five app and check out the latest law odds for today's baseball games. Nineteen plus. Play responsibly. Ontario only. Everybody that you should be worried about other than the Blue Jays, of course, hasn't played yet today. So it's a relatively easy look at the standings. Tampa Bay is still in front of the wild card, uh, wild card race. Seattle is at 77-61. and 61. Texas is 76-62. and 62. Toronto now a game behind Texas in the win column, a game, well, a game behind them as well, if you want to put it that way, in the loss column. As of now, they are... Uh, well, Texas is a 551 winning percentage, and, and the Jays have a 550 winning percentage. Texas still has to play today uh, against the Houston Astros, and we all know what that means uh, for the Texas Rangers. <laughs> Clifton and Etobicoke, where you been, man? Oh, buddy, you know, when I heard you say earlier that I think uh, you made reference to big picture. I thought you were, you know, making that straight at me because you know I'm a big picture guy. <laughs> you are so, a big picture guy. You may be the biggest big picture guy I know. Yeah. So that's why I'm called, you know, like for most of the season. I think this is my first call on J-Stock all season now. Because, Jeff, I've said this to you guys over the years, that as far as I'm concerned, the Blue Jays could make the playoffs the second to last day or the last day of the season for me. Because whatever they do in the playoffs is going to see much more greater than, say, a team like Baltimore or the Rays, who have been making all the running so far this year. When these guys go down in flames in the first round of the playoffs, it's a huge disappointment. And there's going to be pressure on them next year, too, like to perform, because now they have really put themselves at the top of the division. We have seen Seattle. They have made their run, and they seem to be hanging right now. Minnesota, I mean, like, like unlike you guys, I don't think these guys, you know, are going to do, do much in the playoffs. So of all the teams, the Blue Jays is the only one that they haven't made their run yet. And to me, this is the position that I like to be in. Like, you guys know I'm a horse racing guy. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly where I want the Blue Jays to be. And I've been saying all season long that 
I circled September 15th to the 30th. That's where I want to see the Blue Jays, like, start, you know, hitting their stride and take that into the playoffs. So, you know, as far as, you know, them in the playoffs yesterday and back out today, September 6th, no. I want to see them in the playoffs come the September 29th. You aren't concerned, though, Clifton, that some of the trends we've seen, I, I, I get your point. Uh, if the Jays make the playoffs and win that first series, no one's going to remember today. Uh, no one's going to remember Dalton Varsho stealing or, or Vladdy swings or whatever. No, we're just not going to mention it. But I think the problem is you see when they lose games, there always seems to be a common thread to those losses. And I, you know, I, I'm glad you're an optimist. I know you're a horse. You're you're a big horse guy, but I, I've seen I've seen nothing that suggests to me that these guys know where the switch is. Let alone you know how to turn it on. I just I, I mean I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. Luckily for Jays fans, you're usually right. But uh, th- that's what bothers me is I've just seen it. it it's like. Rinse and repeat with these guys over and over and over again. I mean, let's, you know. A month ago, or maybe three weeks ago, Seattle looked like a team that was going to just cruise into the playoffs and run away with everything. Look at them now. That's the thing about baseball. Man. That's why I say, you know, I usually make my prediction at the start of the season and just wait to see what happens and then talk about it at the end of the season. Because there's so much ups and downs. And, you, know, you guys run a talk show, so, you know, you need the input from the fans and you need all these things to happen on a daily basis. But, like, for me as a better, you know, like I handicap, you know, certain things, handicap the division at the start of the season, put my money down and just, you know, wait and see what transpires. Clifton, I appreciate the call, my friend. Always good to talk to you. Be well. I used to love Clifton and the Tove Goat calling all the time. One of the seven other shows I used to do in this station. It was great. Mm. Um, and yeah, Clifton does. Clifton was the guy, I believe, that called up and, and told us that Chris Carpenter was going to pitch Roy Holiday in a playoff game or something. He was right. He said he went up and put some money on it. So uh, anyhow, it's always, all, all kidding aside, it's always good to hear from Clifton. And yeah, look, I mean, I think that's one thing about Clifton. An approach like that does help you maintain your sanity about not getting too high and not getting too low. As I said, though, I just find myself being disappointed with this team more often than I thought I'd be. And empty calories. I keep getting back to it, man. Empty calories. Lauren and Simcoe. Hey, Blair. Hey, Barker. Love the podcast. Listen to you guys daily. Uh, Thanks, Lauren. There's probably more people at a London Majors game than an Oakland A's game, but I'll just say that for for a laugh. (laughs) Uh, you, I, you know what? I'm not laughing because I know that you're probably right. Uh, this whole season is like a Jekyll and Hyde. You have your games where you're supposed to get up against the division. They don't show. You have your letdown games against 500. They don't show. I mean, this team swept the Braves in May. It swept yes. the Diamondbacks after the All-Star break. It took two they or three. Pummeled, they pummeled the Red Sox in Fenway. We forget that. They pummeled the Red Sox in Fenway. They took two or three from the Dodgers in L.A., Yep. Their best hope in the next seven days to go five and two. And I'm an accountant, so I'm going to be black and white with you. Vladdy is not a superstar. He is an average 
to above average player. And if you take out all the AAA ballpark, that's what his stats are. Yeah, he's listen, not I've. He's a superstar that can lead your team on a daily basis. He's not an Acuna. He's not a Josh Donaldson. He's not a Jose. And he also doesn't have that swagger. And this team needs somebody to take him by the jockstrap and the belt and say, we're going, and this is how it's going to be. Lauren, I appreciate the call. Listen, I've made the point, and, and I, you know, maybe I, th- this may come back to bite me because I, I do have to keep reminding myself, Vladdy's still young. It's possible he's more Pippen than Jordan. That's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen had a nice career for himself. I've been disappointed because I figured – I understand what Vladdy had a had a streak of twenty one games reaching base uh snap today. So what? <laughs> I I mean give me a big hit in those twenty one games. Name one. You know, this is a team and, and this is why I made this point in that sportsnet.ca article. Bo's out. Bo maybe I'll tell you what, Bo might have come back too early. I mean, we don't know. Bo's out. Mm. Vladdy's supposed to care. I'm sorry. At some point, throw all the underlying numbers aside. Dude, you're supposed to you're supposed to be carrying this team. Everybody else, I look at all the other players, all the other elite players in baseball have at some point this year carried their team. I'm willing to bet that. I'm willing to bet that. I have yet to see that from Vladdy this year. Uh, and I, I'm not saying that it makes me think the Jays have to win um, – you know, in spite of Vladdy, because I don't think that's fair to him. And, you know, it is still got three weeks of ball left in September. So, yeah, there's a possibility that he could write his name on it. But empty calories. I I keep saying that. Empty calories, man. There's a, a lot going on, but I ain't satisfied with what I'm seeing. At the end of the day, I look at Vladdy. I go, that 21 game on base streak, yeehaw, I'm still hungry. I yeah, know he'll de- both, he'll Barker. I can't. I can't put it any other way. Yeah, he'll definitely have a lot to prove going into next year. How's that? Yeah, and uh, and 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 further to Lauren's point, um, I don't know if I it, at this point the only way I give Vladdy a one of those big contracts is he's got to cut me a bit of a discount. At this point, I'm not even thinking about it, and I'm willing to bet Vladdy's probably not even thinking about it either. Peter in Ottawa, what's up, Peter? Yeah, hi, Jeff. Hi, Kevin. I got three quick points. Everyone's talking about this Texas series, but you know what? I'm not worried about that series. I'm worried about the last 15 games where we're playing Boston three times, Yankees six, and Tampa Bay six. And you know what? As a handicapper, I don't see the Jays winning more than five games out of the last 15. That's a big issue, and they're going to fall down big time because their record against American League East, as you well documented on the show, is atrocious. Point number two, Vladdy. This year, about Vladdy was all about Vladdy. He didn't give a about the team part of the S word. But him, the home run derby at the All-Star game was the most important thing. And the other thing that he felt let down when his number four hitter, Teoscar Hernandez, was traded away, he hasn't had a good backup hitter behind him to make him look better. And my third point, I was so disappointed that the Jays lost Danny Jansen with the broken hand. That broken hand injury could have been avoided. I look at the uh, highlights of that. His throwing hand was exposed on that foul tip where his hand should have been behind his right leg, which it normally is, and he's a huge loss. He was on pace for 22, 23 home runs out of the catching spot. So it doesn't look good, even though they might win against Texas. But, hey, man, uh, love the show. like to hear your comments. Take care. All the best. Thanks, Peter. Be well. Uh, yeah, Vladdy. Uh, 
I mean, look, one of the things you heard when Teoscar was traded was, uh, you know, the Jays wanted to do something to shake up the culture a bit. That, that, I mean, that's one of the things you heard. I mean, you know, God, how many, how many, how many calls do we take about the home run jacket? Um, and if you noticed, when he does hit a home run, Vladdy still does the home run jacket thing. There's a message there. I absolutely believe there's a well, message. Well, it's rare he gets I don't to think do that. It's rare. That, well, yeah, I was going to say. It's, they have not... <laughs> If they did have a home run jacket, it would not need to be dry cleaned very much this year. <laughs> but all that aside, maybe they got a home run vest. I don't know. All, all, all that aside, I mean, I think the caller's point is valid. We've seen a different, different Vladdy almost from the get-go. And, yeah, people, people expect yeah, I don't get more the, from him. I, I don't get the selfish part of it. I, I, I look. I, I I talk to people, and, and I've talked to Vladdy behind the scenes. I mean, it, it's not lack effort. Like I I understand. No, you know, no, not no, no. Ball, that, that's not running thing. balls out and those kind of things. I don't understand. It's all about Vladdy comments. I don't get those. Like he he's just not You're having the one who calls him the was, aircraft carrier. You're yeah, the yeah. One that's what I said. Like a fishing yeah, what, What's what's time. that guy? What, what has that got to do with with him him being selfish and and him being all about Vladdy? How where does that? Where's that at? Because he don't run yeah, the ball I don't, out. Yeah, I don't. Where, I don't know where that comes from. Like, no, I don't. That? The whole selfish thing. I mean, uh, not. I. You know, not running. I think I, I said this, and I don't care if guys run out balls, routine ground balls. I just don't. It's a long season, yada yada, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But the not running on that double was a bad look. Uh, we saw, I believe, was it yesterday where he kind of had the same thing? Where he watched a ball. Yep. Maybe it was today. He watched the yeah, ball. Yeah, that's and not then he selfish. That's t- dumb. It's not selfish. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Uh, that, that's my point. I don't think Vladdy's a selfish dude. I don't think the don't guy either. has a selfish bone in his body. Me either. But I do think... I don't know if... And maybe it shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe the front office shouldn't have given more thought to how Vladdy, quote unquote, feels about losing Teoscar. Maybe they shouldn't. All I know is, as much as Eric Swanson pitched some big games for this team and gave them good results, look where they are. I mean, I, who'd you rather have? You, who would you, you rather make have the bullpen work without Eric Swanson? You, you have Teoscar. Who would you rather have hit and clean up against Oakland, Teoscar or Witt? That's all you need to say to yourself. Like it's um, a that's a no brainer yeah. that that part of it and they they did what they felt they had to do to make their team better when it comes to run prevention. I was the guy in spring training saying who's hitting cleanup. Like forget yeah. about who's protecting Vladdy because I thought Vladdy could protect himself. Obviously he's had a down year. He's had some issues with a lot of different things. I don't think it's just one thing. That's why I brought up the couple of scenarios today where a couple of at bats. It's different things. That's what you're fighting when you're going through what he's going through where, you know, you think you get it. You didn't get it. Now what do you do? Like everything was working. I finished it. I held it. I'm standing there. I'm posing. I think it's going. It normally does when I do that, and it didn't. Now what do I do? That's where he's at. So it's – I look, And, again, we keep the, hearing the selfish because – part, I just, I just don't understand it. We it keep hearing – It doesn't make any be, sense to me. We keep hearing because we keep asking the question, he is healthy. There's not weight issues or anything like that 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 crop up with Vladdy. Um, you know, he's still he's again he's playing every day. It's just for whatever reason, and you know it's possible. It could just be one of those years. I, I hate to say it, 
it could just be one of those years. And, and I don't know how you quantify that beyond sometimes, sometimes guys. Just one of those it. years. Just one of those years. It's one of those years. And yeah. the difference is there hasn't been, other than Bo, there really hasn't been anybody around to pick him up through one of those years. No. Chapman wasn't and, really good. Like no, the, Chapman, uh, you know, Chapman, Chapman had a good month. Where's Kirk at? Like, there's been some, you know, some guys who were you were counting on to do things who haven't been doing things, and you know, it's all pointing at Vladdy. Yeah, it's just one of those years where he hasn't lived up to what we thought he should be or could. Be. Uh we didn't we didn't talk about Hyunjin Ryu uh, today, uh, and, and, and we should. I mean, the Jays. This is the first time this year I believe they've lost a, in a game that he's that he's pitched. Uh, Seventy-seven pitches, fifty strikes. Uh, we didn't talk about Hyunjin Ryu. We also, I'm going to talk, I want to talk about Chris Bassett before we go because we didn't have a chance to talk about Chris Bassett last night as well. What'd you make of Ryu? And we got to talk about Bassett's performance last night. Another eight inning performance. Um, so I'll let you have the last word, Kevin, about yeah, those two things. Yeah, yeah the Ryu thing, I, I'm with Joe. Joe. Joe said, I think, on the telecast that he wished he had one pitch back. Yeah, I think that's it, right? He wanted mm-hmm. to go up with the fastball. He had him set up for it. That's what he was – you know, he was changing speeds to to elevate an up-and-in fastball. He didn't get it there. Like, the mechanics wasn't there. He choked it off. He held on to it too long. It went down and in instead of up and in. That's the game of inches, right? A hitter beats you. Tip your hat. It's that thing. Fastball command was a little spotty. Changeup command was a little spotty, right? That those were the two things. Sinker was non-existent, which has sort of been his little go-to since he's been back his last couple of starts. Bassett, look, I told you this on Friday. I think it's when, I, well, whenever the day we our last show before he pitched, I said when he's got the sinker and the cutter, you can cancel Christmas. He had the sinker and the cutter. <laughs> that's yeah. that's basically it. When he's when he's going to quadrants with different movements with those two pitches and can add in all the plethora of different speeds on the different breaks of secondary pitches that he can do it with and get called strikes with them and be unpredictable with those and then go quadrants with the cutter and the sinker. He's the best pitcher they got. How about that? 5-2, the Jays have lost to the – that's a pretty bold statement. Pretty bold statement well, I, on your part. Three months ago, I would have said something else. Right now, when he's got yeah. the cutter and the sinker. I'm, I cannot – it's a bold statement, but I cannot disagree with it. 5-2, the Jays have lost to the Oakland Athletics. They will have Thursday off. They open that big home stand on Friday. Be no Blue Jays baseball tomorrow, obviously, but there will be Blair and Barker from five to seven Eastern on Sportsnet five ninety the Fan of Sportsnet, and uh, we'll be on Friday as well. We'll be doing the post game show Blue Jays talk on Friday after the game against Kansas City as well. So the final score: the Oakland Athletics five, the Toronto Blue Jays two. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. New and used vehicle prices are rising, and inventory is scarce. Avoid the hassle of buying prematurely by making your vehicle last longer with Crown Rust Protection. For a special summer offer on rust protection, visit crown.com today.